Welcome to Clearing the Queue with Alex and Matt. Here's how it works. Each episode starts with a friend of ours signing into their Netflix account. Together, we scroll through their queue. Ultimately, we find a movie that's been on there a little too long, and we watch it together. The best part is that every queue is unique, so it tells a story about the person. Here's a question. Are we going to record ourselves talking about the movie during the movie? No, 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 no. This is not Mystery Science Theater 3000. It's uh, Clearing the Queue. A Netflix podcast. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, do not adjust your treble. That's just the sweet, dulcet <laughs> pipes of the man known as Brian Bergen. Hello, ladies. Say it. Hello, ladies. Oh, my God. <laughs> is, that, is that good enough? That good? Um, Mr. Brian Bergen, thanks for coming on Clearing the Q. Welcome to the Q-universe. Thank as you. We, we welcome all Q-related puns. Brian Bergen, a little background. Um, we were introduced through a mutual friend, Trevor. He said, Popkin, I have a friend who loves Batman the Animated Series and the NBA. What do you guys think about you two getting together? Yeah, he was kind of laying the groundwork for a bromance from the beginning. He did, and I remember being so excited. But I said, <laughs> I said, can it be one of those group things rather than just set us up uh-huh. on a just hanging it, out solo? It's like, oh, and this is weird, dude. We we were friends instantly. Yeah, Trevor was one hundred percent right, yeah. and I feel like if you like Batman the animated series, there's a and the NBA, there's a ninety nine percent chance. That we will be friends. Yeah, there's like certain litmus test items, and those are definitely yeah fall within that. And those fit really well with the two times we've hung out, which <laughs> have been at a Dodgers game and at Comic Con. Yeah, so it all you know, there's there's a trend going on. Yeah, there's a common thing going. Well, we'll see if we can keep that trend going today. Yeah, Bergen, you refer to yourself as a nerd. Oh, absolutely, nerd geek. When did, did you about. always? Take that as a point of pride, or was it only when Marvel started making a million dollars? Like the last ten years, like geek culture has come to a forefront like it's almost at the pinnacle of yeah. its popularity like yeah. it's right. mainstream now it used to be as a kid they'll make like, oh there's movies. the kid that's like playing with action figures or collecting comic book cards you know like you know there was definitely big groups of kids doing that but yeah um until you get older you don't realize oh there's adults that are into this too and as you know you get people that are our age getting older and getting in the position of power and control of these studios and filmmaking that's when it starts to really take a next step up because you see the movies coming out now I never would have imagined that I would get to see, you know, the Avengers on screen or Batman fighting Superman on screen. Those are things you just read and imagine yeah. about. So it's like, wow. Or Deadpool's roommate, Al. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Deadpool. On the screen. Yeah. Yeah. Like seeing movies like that, like things you grow up loving and caring about being treated with the same respect as you had. That shit could easily get just trash and abuse because it was for a bit like there was just really crappy stuff being pumped out there it used to make me so mad that when i was surfing cable like whatever traditional cable guides and i would see the avengers and it was the uh, fucking the 90s with, like, uh, uma thurman, uma thurman oh my and, god uh, who to else me, was in that, that is the single greatest achievement is that when I, you see the avengers on television yeah you know that it's the real avengers mm-hmm. and that the other one is just erased from history yeah all right, so you've heard the show, so you're you're going to be our first guest, maybe, who's not surprised by the fact that we have obtained the actual plastic bag from American Beauty. <laughs> I am blown away right now. What you're going to do is, you're going to take this bag okay. and reach inside, and there are little slips of paper. Okay. And you're going to 
Take out one of those and read it. Okay. This is. Has this been going on? This has been going on since 2000 when the movie American Beauty <laughs> first debuted. We saw it and we said, I have to have that bag. I don't know why. How much did the guys cost you? At the time, they not that much. No, people just thought it was just a like a paper bag. People were more interested in those rose petals. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> Un- understandable. So I should read it, I guess. Yeah, what's it say? Uh, what's the best crowd theater experience you've ever had? Ooh, I love that question. This is good. Like, whenever I hear a question like this, there's like an automatic like answer for me. Uh, the first Matrix, I went into that movie absolutely stone cold. Like, I saw previews. I was kind of like, oh, this looks weird. Like, people are floating around. I don't get what this shit's about. That was my greatest um, sneak into a movie experience. I For free, I saw Yeah, that. dude. You should have paid money for that, because I definitely <laughs> deserve You cheated the Wachowski sisters. On, it, there. on his way out, he left a bunch of money. Uh, I saw the sequel, so that's... Yeah. I paid you, you money probably for wish that. you got your money back. Yeah, you so should have snuck even. into those. You're even. <laughs> um, but the weekend it came out it was a Friday, and one of my buddies, my buddy PJ, he's like, hey, let's go see a movie. I'm like, okay. And he's like, what do you want to see? And he's like, oh, he's like, I want to go see The Matrix. I'm like, I'm down. I'm a movie guy. Like, I'm, I'm down to see anything. There's a comic book store next to the theater, so we mm-hmm. go in there to kill time. And I'm thumbing through every issue of whatever. I don't even know. And there's an, an advertisement for The Matrix, full page, and it's like one of the eggs with the embryos in it. That was, was a terrible like, That was mm-hmm. a terrible marketing. Yeah, and I was because it really like <laughs> threw me. I'm like, what are we going to see? Like, I have no idea what this movie's about. And then fast forward two and a half hours later when we get out of the movie, I'm just, my mind is blown. Story-wise, visually, music. Like, I walked out and that shit made yeah. me think, like, I could be in the Matrix. Like, it makes you think on, like, yeah. so di- like, such a different level. And I saw it again the next day. Like, wow. I was like, I have to see this movie. <laughs> I like to hear that story. Just, yeah. like, the one that you were just mostly blown away by. What about, like, the one where the crowd was just, just all raucous in. and, like, you felt one with the theater? Um, one that sticks out um, is Deadpool recently. Like, mm-hmm. that was my first time going to the Cinerama Dome in Hollywood. And you know you're going to get an enthusiast crowd opening night with that theater. It just brings out those kind of people. From the very first part of the opening credits, like, I can't remember what the first joke was, but people were just dying the whole way. And, like, the entire movie, like, each, you know, joke hit all the marks. And you know, we were, like, I was laughing, the whole theater's laughing. Like, it was just one of those... Like, it's everybody's like the kind of all movie in. Like, where, was, like, it, you see, like, popcorn <laughs> flying up in the air. It, I mean, damn near. Like, that movie just hit all the marks. And I was really glad to be in a crowd that appreciated it because I got to see it a few, like, a week later uh, in Phoenix. So, different vibe, different theater. The mm-hmm. theater was a dump, um, by the way. I'm kind of a theater snob. But it wasn't a good theatrical experience. And you could tell the crowd was kind of, like, warming up to, like, wait, what is this kind of, you know, self deprecating, sarcastic fourth wall breaking movie all about like so a lot of the jokes that hit in the opening credits the crowd you could tell they were kind of like eh, it was kind of chuckling and not really sure and it was just yeah. like what it was it was just different i'm curious more about your your movie theater snobbiness okay so i've had a couple routines that have been developed since i was a small child going to the movies um you, you know, always I don't... need to go play street fighter 2 at the <laughs> arcade uh, section. there's that and i have to you go know, to a make... comic store beforehand yeah, go to a comic store beforehand i have to make you know straws out of the red vines no i'm just kidding um but i, I don't eat popcorn before the movie starts because when i was a kid i was always worried that i would eat through it before the movie started so mm. i was like you know just hands off sit there you know, like nobody touches my popcorn. What a and like, gentleman! And it's it's like some people like give me shit about it. Like people that don't know, I was like, no, dude, like I don't want to eat it all before the movie starts. Like it's just one of those weird things as a kid yeah. um, that just kind of stuck movie with theater me. etiquette. Yeah, I definitely have etiquette. Do you ever turn to someone to say, please don't use your cell phone? 
it would have to be really egregious. Like they'd have to be next to me and doing it a lot. And I'm pretty unconfrontational to begin with. So me too. And I've, I've done it once. You did? How did it it turn out? I was at, um, X-Men origins Wolverine. And the girl in front of me, directly in front of me was on her phone and her phone, the brightness was all the way up. And it was so distracting. Like I was looking at the screen, but all I could see was this thing. And she was on it for probably the first 15 minutes of the movie straight. Which was probably the best 50 part. Absolutely. The, the best yeah. part of the movie was the intro sequence, the time thing. Yeah. And so I just like leaned forward and I was like, that's, that's really, that's really bright. <laughs> that's all I said. Yeah. And then she was like, oh, I'm sorry. And she put it away. And that oh, and that's was, cool. Oh, yeah. Nice. That's the way it should be. Yeah. Like it's the ones that get confrontational. It's like, yeah. yo, like, um, but I don't think I developed like theater snobbiness until I moved to Connecticut. And it's going to be added to the list of things I bash the state on. But the theaters out there are just so <laughs> piss poor in quality. Like either the AC wasn't working or the lip sync was off or the sound was garbage or even the pictures out of focus. Just like really dumb things. Like, But the theaters out here spoil me because like They're Arclight awesome is like here. on point. Like, you know, They got a lot of like vintage theaters yeah. that are all sweet and like Fenway parked out where they like preserve as much of it as possible. It's really awesome. That's yeah. my favorite part. There's one that. knock on the Arclight that I hear sometimes, which is that it's really loud. Um, for some movies, I could I could see where that'd be an issue. Um, but for things blaring, like if you want to see, you know, Star Wars, I want that shit to like be rocking me. I want to feel the sound. Yeah. But, How do you um, feel about the caramel popcorn? I'm a traditionalist in a movie theater. Like I'm okay with caramel like at home, but um, <laughs> I just want you know buttered popcorn. Layer that shit. You know, definitely layer that because I don't want to eat the top part and the middle part's all dry. You know, you have to have. You know, levels That's the worst. Shit, so, yeah. He's a snacking conservative, but yes. he's a social liberal. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I just, I just want the the theater to be pleasant. I don't want to come away feeling like, oh, that was annoying. Like, you know, even like dirty bathrooms. It just shows they don't care about. I half the expect you to call it the theater. 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 <laughs> theater. How do you spell it? I used to spell it uh, R E, but I know it's like E R. I guess I don't know. I've made the switch. Yeah, I do R E now because mm-hmm. it just looks cooler. Like theater. Yeah. Just how often do you get to end a word in R E? In my like, in my job uh, in visual effects, there's a thing called color space, which is just how digital cameras interpret color, mm-hmm. uh, and it's like a thing. And I've made the switch to color space with a U. <laughs> oh, it's the greatest thing. Color space. It's so good. Should we uh, get into time. the queue? Are you logged oh in? Goodness. I'm logged in. All right, let's do it. The first movie you've got in here, 2014, Justice League War. Okay. When alien overlord Darkseid launches a plot to conquer Earth, superheroes unite to mount a counterattack and form the Justice League. This is animated, and it's yeah. 79 minutes. Yeah. We talked about Batman the Animated Series. Yes. So, so this would like be something that it does not surprise me is in there, but for me, they just the new these new animated ones, they're all directed by the same... Dudes. It's like Bruce, Bruce Tim, Tim and right. Paul Dini, I think that's his name. But for me, they just don't for, feel the same. They're different, but I, the stories are pretty good. Um, I know the DC cinematic universe has been catching a lot of flack, uh, whether you agree with it or not. I mean, it's being criticized. Like the movie world. The yeah, movie. Like, this, like the movie movies. Um, but the animated universe has been universally praised across the board. That like is they're true. pumping out like That's true. really good stories. For and our non-mainstream nerds, just to let you know. Yeah. Um, I think that was a recent ad because I was actually at WonderCon, I think it was like two weeks ago, and one of the events they had was a premiere for a Justice League movie. I can't remember the subtitle. Or it was Justice League versus Teen Titans, world premiere. Again, I'll translate for our listeners. The, the Teen Titans are, just picture Titans, but these are teenagers. They're hip. Yeah. 
They got a backwards baseball hat on. Yes. They're chewing gum. Those are teenagers in the nineties. They skateboard. Yeah. They got baggy jeans. They chew bubblicious. Yeah. The next movie you have in here is Pee Wee's Big Holiday. Okay. Uh, yeah. Have you seen this? I have not yet. I've have not you seen ever it. seen a Pee Wee Herman movie or Oh yeah, yeah. I grew up with Pee Wee okay. Herman. Um I used to do the the Pee Wee Herman dance on my parents' coffee table as a kid. The How tequila, well? Pretty good, man. I can still bust it out here, but I you know, love people won't be able to hear that. Movie. I yeah. saw that in like a driving theater. Yeah. Like Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Oh, it's yeah. so good. It's a classic. So yeah, this is the new I one. I do want to see it. Just it came I out. Yeah, I do need to see it's that. It's like a, you know, straight to straight to Netflix. It looks funny. <laughs> the next movie you have is called Shelter. Okay, that's a recent ad. I think I've it never looks heard of it. intense. Yeah, homeless on the streets of New York, a heroin addict and a Nigerian immigrant fall in love and discover a painful shared past. This looks dark as shit. Yeah, yeah I probably don't want to. <laughs> what do the thumbnails look like? Just people, uh, just people looking sad and looking sad. And, you know, she's well, like, we could watch. The, if you were into it, we could just watch the pursuit of happiness. Or maybe it's like you get the, all. Uh, I mean, it has the all the best parts. Yeah, it has all the best parts about homelessness yeah. mixed with the a success of. Yeah, maybe it's like the semi sequel to Requiem for a Dream. It's like Jennifer Collins' characters on the street, and this is like her continuation or something. This is a TV show, but I cannot believe that there are six seasons. Of Star Wars, the Clone Wars yeah. TV show. That's crazy. Six seasons. Yeah. Wow. Pretty wild. That's crazy. That's like, they're like almost at like Seinfeld, like yeah. friends. Like they're, that's crazy. That, Ewan McGregor doesn't do voices on that show. He right? doesn't, but the person that does sounds just like him. And it's that's all pretty I care cool. about. Yeah. It, it's <laughs> definitely... Hey, did you ever hear the rumor that Eddie Murphy might not have done the voices for Donkey? That it was his like professional voice double? I didn't. Alex is a big donkey truther. I hate Shrek. I think Shrek is just so average. But Shrek, you love Eddie one? Murphy and Mike Myers. And I love Eddie Murphy's in Mulan, who does the voice of the, yeah. the dragon. And I've heard this, and I want to put it out there. People know this. It seems possible that he could find someone and pay off a yeah. voice double to totally. just sound like him. Yeah. If you sound, if you hear it, there's a, like... Some things don't sound quite right. But I I mean, and this doesn't discredit your theory, but I've seen like behind the scenes of him in the booth voicing the character. So maybe he like, I mean, I'm pretty sure they do all that. The look on day. Alex's face right now. So. Is the smoking it's gun. It's like you just walked in on him in the in the shower or something. The smoking gun. Produce <laughs> produce that for me because I won't believe until I see it. I'll, I'll have to find it. But a feature. I, no, no, sequel, I think yeah. you've just imagined it. We all just wanted to picture no, him I, in the sound booth the I've whole seen time. It. I've seen it. This next movie really plays into we've gone from animated DC superhero movies to the next one is a movie called Iverson. And it's a documentary on the rocky life and the stratosphere. We're literally touching the spectrum of our friendship right now. Let's flip this one on Maddie. What do you know about Alan Iverson? Ah, okay. Alan Iverson is the practice. He is the practice practice guy. They call him the most pound for pound best basketball player. Like he had the most skill packed into Mm -hmm. his tiny frame. Yeah, like you're, I mean, when you think AI, you just think prolific score. Yeah, you know, one of the best of all time. He, I will say this, like he sort of brought in like main to like the mainstream NBA, like thugness. Well, he he changed like, the game literally because you know the way he presented himself. Um, a lot of the you know people with money in the NBA that supported weren't comfortable with that image. The owners, cornrows, uh, advertisers, yep. like he wore you know cornrows, uh, you know he baggy so track awesome. suits, jerseys. Uh, headbands, jewelry, like he was the reason they changed the rule saying you have to wear like business attire to the game. They made that a rule? Yeah. That's like he was bullshit. like the main person at the forefront of that. 
All right. Well, I'm I've become an Alan. He Iverson also has fan. like a really sad uh, backstory. Like he went yeah. broke. Yeah, and has, went, he, he has he substance abuse issues and stuff. But he was an amazing. Yeah. Guy. So you guys know a lot about him, but you just want to know more. That's why this. Yeah, is I here. heard the documentary is good. It's just on my list of things to do. So you've got Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Mm-hmm. Have not seen that. Could, Alex, could you fake your way through this movie? Because that's a classic. I, I confuse that with Cannonball Run. Nice, me mm. too. I've never seen Cannonball Run. But they're like <laughs> Tonto. Uh, Tonto's it... the Lone Ranger. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Is that well, the so same is thing? Is Burt Reynolds in either no, of these? No, 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 no. He's like, in Cannonball Run. Like, Butch Cassidy is like a straight up western. Like there's Paul no Newman. cars. Like there's, oh. there's horses. And Robert Redford. Saloons. It's like there's no Burt Reynolds driving a car. So you know about it but haven't seen yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. How did this end up on the list? It's just one of those classics, you know, just want to say I've seen it, heard a ton about it throughout the years. And, you know, again, one of those old school movies that I have I, my list of movies that I haven't seen for a guy that's really into movies is pretty embarrassing. Like I'm for ashamed, like, you know, shit like Animal House, Apocalypse Now. Oh, um, like ton, are like you this, going alphabetically? No, no. <laughs> those, those are like the two that or even like Goodfellas, <laughs> something like that. Like I haven't seen Goodfellas at all. Like I know nothing about that movie, which is shameful. So I skipped like you know anything about Goodfellas, e F, but no, I haven't seen it. Well, let's see what else. I don't is know in if there. It, yeah, keep going. Uh, we'll find something. Well, you've got Battle Royale, which is <gasps> not rated two year two thousand. Oh, have you seen Battle Royale? I have not. <sighs> have the you? Japanese government introduces a system whereby randomly chosen school children are taken to an island and forced to fight each other to the death. This movie. Uh, by the way, was sort of illegal in the U.S. Like, I'm pretty sure it was. So the only way you could get it was either, like, illegal yeah. ripped copies. I saw it in college. I don't want to say too much about it, but I fucking love that movie. I've heard good things. It, 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 it appeals to all the things I know about you. There, it, minus anything with basketball. <laughs> but, like, it's just such a cult. It's the definition of a cult classic. Yeah. In fact, it makes me hate The Hunger Games. You've got Best in Show. Haven't seen that. Have you seen their other movies? Uh, yeah. Which ones have I seen? Christopher Guest. You have to help refresh um, my memory. Well, Spinal Tap is I'll the see first Spinal one. Tap. Waiting yeah. for Guffman. Waiting for Guffman. I feel like there might be another one in there that I've seen. There's that folk singer one. Isn't was... that, that's not Waiting for Guffman? <laughs> no, that was the High School Musical one. Oh. They did one about folk singers. It was really funny. But Best in Shows. That's maybe the best but... in... <laughs> No, don't do it. Don't do it. Best in the queue. Um, You've got a movie called In Bruges. Oh, In Bruges. Yes. In Bruges. Yeah. Colin Farrell. That's been long on my list of things to watch. You know how Colin Farrell kind of has that Nick Cage thing where he's either just in absolute hot garbage movies or he's like like masterpiece. Yeah. Yeah. This is a masterpiece. I've heard great things about this movie. It's very good. Is Jeremy Renner in this movie? No. He is not. There's an actor in this movie whose name is. Jeremy Renier. <laughs> I thought maybe that they were just because there's a bunch of it looks like French actors in this. To our French listeners, uh, we salute you. Yeah. So. Yves Saint Laurent. How about Old Boy? Which one? 2003, with the, no clue how he how he came to be imprisoned, drugged, or tortured for 15 years. And I'll skip this. I can't handle that. <laughs> Too intense. <laughs> there's yeah. a bunch of things in here that I have never heard of. So maybe you guys can tell me about Detropia. Um, I think that's a documentary about Detroit, just kind of how that city's kind of been getting kicked around and getting trashed up, you know, for a while. Kind of heavy. You know? You've got Bronson. Uh, um, that's uh, Tom Hardy, right? Yep. Yeah. That's good. You've got Dragon. I don't know what that one 2011, is. 2011, 
A seemingly humble papermaker is hounded by a persistent detective after events reveal he might possibly be a killer with a blood-soaked past. All right. It's a kung fu movie. Mm. Mm. Have you seen Ip Man 2? I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I did say if kung fu ever came up, I would, I would <laughs> yeah, mention it. <laughs> How about Cocaine Cowboys? What's that? A uh, documentary about the drug trade oh, in the yeah. 80s. My you got 80s, a bunch of like that. dark documentaries. I know. Fruitvale Station is also on oh, here. Oh, shit. Heavy shit. I heard that was, I heard it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's heavy shit. Um, Michael B. Jordan, based on a true story um, about a young man who was uh, murdered by a BART station officer during some, uh, like a dust up at like a public transportation mm-hmm. station in uh, Oakland, I believe. It didn't get nearly the publicity of like the Trayvon Martin stuff, but it was Yeah, it was similar... it preceded that, but it was similar. You know, he was on the ground, he was cuffed, and um, shots went off, and, you know, there was riots in the streets. I think um, the movie like follows lawsuits. his day. Yeah, it's his, it's the, the last day of his life, wow. pretty much. Um, but that was kind of the movie that elevated um, Michael B. Jordan, not to like star status, but like, all right, he's not just the kid from The Wire anymore. He's ready like, to be the yeah. human torch in yeah. a movie that no one sees. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. How about Zeitgeist Addendum? Oh, if you're a conspiracy guy, you I've seen the first Zeitgeist, and that's Al- all about... Alex believes in an Eddie Murphy conspiracy. <laughs> Does that count? Uh, th- this is a little more... Do they address that? Import, I guess important in the grand scheme of things. You know, I don't know what the addendum is, but the first one deals with... Federal Reserve, nine uh, eleven theories, oh, like boy. the origin of religion. If there's like someone that. impersonating Eddie Murphy, the world has the right to know. I agree. I agree. <laughs> You've, yeah, you you have a bunch of documentaries. Like you have the whale. Yeah, there's a long stretch it's, of documentaries. It, I like this. It's funny also to see how you use it. Like you've got just every movie that you've ever potentially wanted to see, you put on there, mm-hmm. which yeah. is it doesn't overwhelm you. Clearly uh, it does. It does because you just, don't think about it. Yeah, because I'll just turn on Netflix. I'm like, what do I want to watch? Oh, I'm gonna this watch. This is gonna be maybe our seen. toughest one so far. I feel bad. Like I don't. I well, there's I'm just so many good options. Yeah, you've got a couple of classics on here. I'm gonna I'm gonna read you the titles for both of these movies because it's a nice one-two punch. Okay. And it's two movies. I'm I'll I'll be surprised Harold if you've Kumar never seen them. Go to white. No, is that one of them? <laughs> uh, Half baked is one of them, Ooh. and the other one is Warriors. Oh shit! I've never seen the Warriors. Neither I've seen like in one sitting all the way through. I might have seen Half Baked, but I was probably high, so I don't remember seeing mm-hmm. it. Um, but the Warriors—that's one I've just seen bits and pieces, and I appreciate it. But I haven't like just sat and like. Read, this is like my. Can you read the synopsis review. for Warriors? Because yeah. to me, that's like one of those ones where I have to. I've fake always my way. thought that it was the Warriors, and then the cover of it just says Warriors. But then when you click on it, it says the Warriors. Is it the like, Netflix? Really small? Maybe it's really small. Get your um, shit together. So I know about this movie because our friend Jim had the video game of this. Oh yeah, they made. Oh, that's right. Super yeah, faithful did. video yeah. game. Yeah. Uh, so the synopsis is: wrongly accused of killing a charismatic gang leader. A Coney Island street gang must battle their way across miles of enemy turf to get home. That sounds fucking. That's a awesome. video game description. Yeah, I would love to see that. I've so never... you said you've maybe seen parts I've of seen it. I've or... seen like enough of it. To, I would say maybe sixty-five, seven percent of it. Oh. Mm. Not like all you... the way through in one oh. sitting, though. That's too bad. But don't let that. Stop. Alex wants to you see know. it. How about half baked? Same thing. Yeah, I've seen half baked. Maybe... That's that's just one of those I haven't like cleared out. Let's yet. give him a quick test to see if he knows. What's the name of the delivery service? Yeah, what's the one that, that Dave... Sh- you don't know? Don't and what's know. the one of the, the competing... I don't know. What's his girlfriend's name? I don't know. What's Dave Chappelle's You're passing occupation? So I know, like, what's his occupation? Dave Chappelle, he's like a janitor or something, isn't he? <laughs> yes, yeah. he's a master of the custodial yeah. arts. Yeah, like, for as much as I appreciate all those guys in it, and as much as I enjoy 
smoking weed. Like it's a shame. Should we, that I, that's should we not pause in this brain. and come up with a, more of a thorough test to see if he's seen it or not? Like, <laughs> I found a half baked quiz on funtrivia.com. Okay. Question number one: <laughs> What is Thurgood's favorite candy? It's multiple choice. Okay. Chocolate munch, <laughs> chewy gooey, abba zaba, or razzle dazzle? I say abba zaba. Correct. Oh, wow. It is he says, Abba you're my only friend. Maybe it's just like buried in there or something. Thurgood said his job title was Master of Blank. Custodial Arts. Ooh, I didn't even need to read you the options. He, you, I mean, Alex kind of refreshed the minute. <laughs> I would have gotten that one. He though. says, or janitor if you want to be a dick about it. <laughs> what was the name of the fast food place Scarface worked at? Um, McBurger, His Royal Beefiness, King Beef, or Burgerama? Uh, I'm going to guess Burgerama. Incorrect. Mm. I'm not going to tell you the right answer. Okay. <laughs> what caused the horse to die when Kenny fed it junk food? It had a heart attack, it was a diabetic, it was allergic to popcorn, or it had gas? I have no idea. Literally no idea. Um, it had gas. Uh-huh. Wrong. Damn. Next cup. question. <laughs> what was the horse's name? <laughs> Alex oh, just man. gave away that oh, one. I didn't even really hear him, so... Lightning, Sugar Bear, Sweet Pea, or Buttercup? Did you say lightning? Is that what you said? I don't know. Oh, lightning? Go, go no, lightning. it was Buttercup. Oh, shit. Which is what Alex said. Question six. Who was Thurgood going to call if Kenny wasn't back in ten minutes? Domino's, the police, his mother, or the Happy Palace? Mm, I'm going to go Happy Palace. Incorrect. Swing and a miss. What's the name of the company Thurgood works for? Frankincense and Myrrh? Frankincense and Burr? <laughs> Franklin Sense and Jones or Frankincense and Sir? Franklin's. What was the third one? Let's see. Franklin Sense and Jones. Yeah, I'm going to go with that. Also wrong. Man. There's 17 more questions. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'd probably go 0 for 17, but I've kind of. I want, I'd prefer like, to see something I haven't seen at all. Okay. Yeah. Like, Gone. Just from scratch. Great. You've got three basic categories okay. you've got documentaries, mm-hmm. you've got comedies, and you have fucking dark, violent shit. Yeah. So let's pick one of those categories. Are we in the mood to watch a comedy, a documentary, or some dark shit? Mm. If I had to choose, if I narrow from three to two, I would say either a comedy or something violent. Okay. I, Alex, comedy or something violent? But documentaries are good too. Nope. Com- <laughs> comedy. Comedy. Comedy? Okay. Uh, I think we should watch Best in Show. Okay. Let's do it. All right. Let's Big do call. It. We're going to go watch Best in Show. The uh, audience at home. You're going to hear the trailer for Best in Show. Sustained. (laughs) And then we'll come back and talk about it. Live from Philadelphia, it's the 125th annual Mayflower Kennel Club Dog Show. 3,000 dogs competing for Best in Show. To think that in some countries, these dogs are eaten. Cookie and I work as a team. We met at this dance. He didn't want to dance. I got two left feet. (laughs) I thought he was kidding. But I wasn't. I was born with two left feet. Beatrice has been showing signs of depression. Ever since she saw us having sex, what would you like to say to Beatrice right now? I'm sorry you've had to see that. I've been a hairdresser about 14 years and uh, went to a show. I asked my ex-wife, who's that? She says, that's Scott. We got top loin, porterhouse, T-bone. We got everything. So basically, you know, meat 
<laughs> Leslie and I have an amazing relationship. People say, oh, but he's so much older than you. And you know what? I'm the one having to push him away. <laughs> we both love soup. A bloodhound not only has a great nose, but they can talk. What you doing, bloodhound doggy? What you do? What you do? And he's saying, I'm ready. That's when he, you know he's ready for a show. That goal is that best in show ribbon. Actually, oh. poodle means um, puddle in German. You want your busy bee? Come get your busy bee. Cut her out if she doesn't get her door. She's going to flip out. It's not in here. You left it at the hotel. Go to the hotel and get busy bee. That's my favorite, the miniature schnauzer. You'd think they'd want to breed them bigger, wouldn't you? Like grapefruits or watermelons. Don't look at the fat head losers or freaks. You look at me. <laughs> He went after her like she's made out of ham. All right, that was best in show. Let's do the recap. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, normally we do a recap so that we don't have to like slog our way through plot points while and we talk about it. We just do like a quick thing. But in this one, I feel like the plot is it's a mockumentary about a dog show. We meet a bunch of the owners and a bunch of the dogs. And one of them wins. I don't think the listeners need to know anything else, right? Well, we'll get into... The most important things you need to know is that, like, it's a Christopher Guest movie. For those that don't know, that's... He was behind Spinal Tap and sort of, like, ushered in the, like, improvised... Semi-scripted. Semi-scripted movie. For your consideration, Mighty Wind. Right. And the cast in this, it's... There are all... All those movies are ensemble and, like... It's all-star. Yeah. yeah. It's an all-star like, cast. His movies aren't about the plot. It's about right. the characters and how they interact. That's yeah. basically it. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I'll i give you guys some stats while you guys can formulate your first. <laughs> um, 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. I fucking loved this. Again, yeah. I've seen it once yeah. or twice. Right. Love this movie. Yeah. This is so funny. Yeah, it was great. Um, it was made for $10 million. Mm-hmm. Grossed twenty million. Okay. Mm-hmm. That sounds um, low, actually. So in all the yeah. sort of research I was doing during the movie, there was no deciding factor like which if this was the most successful. But to me, this is the most well known. Yeah, and this mm. is the one you recommend. Yeah, to, over Spinal Tap, you would say. I would. I think so. I, I would. I, yeah, I think Spinal Tap is a little more of a niche mm. in I, terms I, of its audience and its humor. Having seen both of these now, like Spinal Tap with big expectations, this one too, like I think this movie was funnier than Spinal Tap. Like just yeah. initial impression. Like Spinal Tap's funny, yeah. but it didn't like change me. I Not think to say this, this movie funny. did, but I think this is yeah. funnier. I mean, every character in it is super funny. Yeah. And all their interactions with each other are great. It seems very accessible to dog lovers and dog... Neither's? Yeah, which is well, Neither's? which is the category you would fall into because you historically, and it's this is documented online via an internet comic that you published. You are not a dog guy. Yeah, hmm. you don't really understand dogs. I've gained perspective on that, and it's more dog owners, as Bergen was talking about. <laughs> it's more dog owners. So, right. and maybe this movie shapes that further. It's like, look, if you're going to be ridiculous over the top with your dog, like treating it like a human, yeah, then like, come on. Right, but then it's fair game. If you love a dog, like I've seen the benefits now yeah. of, of a dog in your life. Yeah. And I get that. Yeah. I get so 
I think it's more the I think it's more the, the, the when it gets becomes caricature. Right. Right. Well, and, right. And so back to this movie being perfect, because you could imagine someone who is that caricature and this is their favorite movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also, if you're you and you're bothered by that cliche yes, of a person, yes. this is also yeah. your favorite. Yeah. So yeah. it's like it's perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In most comedies, about an hour into it, the jokes start to slow down because mm-hmm. they have to wrap up plot. And in this one, that didn't happen at all. Because the one sort of plot thing was at the end, they needed to figure out who was going to win the dog show. Mm. So there was maybe a five minute scene of just like them trying to build that tension. But meanwhile, Fred Willard is just on fire, cracking jokes yep. every right. 20 seconds. Yeah. So it stays funny for yeah, the entire movie. So Bergen, movie. well, yeah. first of all, I wrote this down because this is the first thing, your first audible reaction. Mm. You said, yo, did... Eugene Levy pass away or something? <laughs> so like, For some reason, I thought he had, he is no longer with us. I don't know why I thought that, but I don't know and I, people I don't, that don't know thought... Eugene Levy. This is going to explain Eugene Le- Levy. Levy. We're going to refer He's to him. He's the dad a lot. from American Pie. He's the dad from American Pie. Big bushy eyebrows. I remember. Oh, from Splash, but, by the way, on American Pie, he was from Splash. <laughs> yeah. I, I I went through his whole thing. I'm like, what is this guy? What's he yeah, been doing? He's got a big big resume. We'll go through his catalog okay. later. But. He is the only American Pie cast member, this is in his Wikipedia, to have appeared in all eight, eight. American Pie movies. Dude, who knew there was eight And the direct-to-DVD So, wow. there's, the, there's the original three, right? There's, there's four. Four theatrical uh, so ones. So, American Pie No, no. Well, pie, there's American, American Pie, pie two. One, American two. Pie 2. Yeah. And, American, a, and then they American, made American Reunion. Well, there was American Wedding. Right, which is three. That was before. Okay. That's in, like, the canon. Right. Okay. With the, the characters. Canon. Yeah. There's also Bandcamp, at least one, That's if not the parallel universe. He's not in those. He is. He's oh, in he all is. eight. Yeah, yeah. He's in all eight of those. Great. Okay. <laughs> are, we, are we going character. chronological order? I was just seeing if we could name all eight of them. Oh, uh, there's the Naked Mile. <laughs> so that's six. There's two more. Uh, there's, uh, there's one no that's guessing. like American Pie colon. Because one of them is about Wilder. Stifler's <laughs> younger brother. Like, like the rise some, of oh Stifler. yeah, that, yeah the some, summer yeah there you go yeah. summer of Stifler some shit like that it might know. actually be called yeah that. but what's so funny I about that is, is that Stifler's Stifler. mom yeah. is in this movie yeah. too yeah. yeah her name is Jennifer Coolidge so that okay. we can yeah. refer to her however we want great cool. Stifler but Jennifer Coolidge yep. again for people that are like who are these she's the Stifler's mom and she is like the the pursed lips like mm, yep. the the she's the milf that's the word milf came from yeah she's the original milf okay so that's where Eugene Levy yep but uh. Jean, you, Jane Lynch, you had the mo- uh, second yeah. most, like, sort of like, holy shit. Yeah. Because for me, like, she's an actress that I was introduced to late. Like, my first exposure to her was 40-Year-Old Virgin, and she's great. That's when she broke. Most- That's when yeah. she broke in, and, what's um, the TV show? Glee. Mo- Glee. So 40-Year-Old Virgin role models in Glee, like, all all of those came out in a like pretty boom, short boom, span boom. of time, yeah. and all of a sudden she was a superstar. Yeah. I just like seeing these actresses or actors... Uh, get their break late. You know, they've been grinding, yeah. you know, just like bit parts here and there. Who else is on that list? Louis uh, C.K.? Louis C.K., uh, like a guy like Mark Maron, I feel like who's coming to his own. As See, he's what's funny older. is like they probably all would have preferred to break Yeah, of course. Early. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like this whole movie is full of all these people that we can go back in retrospect and say, oh, this is what they were doing in the 80s and stuff. But mm-hmm. primarily it's people who we learned about you know, around the time of this movie. Yeah. So like all these people, like I didn't know who Fred Willard was. With the exception of Mike, yeah, Fred Willard is the other big exception. I was going to say Michael McKean. Michael McKean. Michael McKean, yeah. Michael McKean was in Laverne and Shirley. 
Yes. He was one of Len- he was Lenny or Squiggy. I don't know what Laverne and Shirley is. Really? I mean, I know what it is, but I've never You've seen, seen an Wayne's episode. World. Yeah, I yeah. know it from Wayne's World. <laughs> okay. I've never seen an episode, but I know he's in the show. But like, so he's been in Hollywood. Yeah, he's, yeah. and he was then he was in SNL after yeah, that. Yeah. Like, so he's done things. Yeah. I think all these people were like around. They've all that's so that's what I learned from the IMDb. Yeah. Like, I was working overtime on the IMDb. <laughs> Fred Willard has been in, is or is credited in like two hundred and sixty four yeah. things. I remember Crazy. him from the Tonight Show. He had a, a segment. He would come on like once every couple of weeks with Jay Leno and do funny shit with him. Really? Yeah. I, I had, didn't know him until was. Best in Show. Yeah. And Best in Show is when you started to see him in every yeah, in every mm-hmm. comedy. How about the mom from Home Alone? <sighs> oh, uh, Catherine O'Hara. Yeah, yeah, she's she's great. She's awesome. Um, I wrote, I wrote. I have a lot of other little random IMDb yeah. interesting facts. Oh, cool. Ones. Okay. Um, Christopher Guest is married to Jamie Lee Curtis. Mm, that's right. Huh. Yeah. Mm, that's that's really all I needed. That's <laughs> yeah. that's that's it. Okay. And who was married to somebody pretty famous? I couldn't remember who. I don't know if it was Catherine O'Hara or somebody else. But Catherine O'Hara, Hara Hara, Hara has Hara. a star in the Canadian Walk of Fame. Okay. Well, I, where that is, I don't know. Edmonton. Hmm. Calgary, Winnipeg. Is it like along Saskatchewan? the Saskatchewan Trail or some shit? That's a province. <sighs> <laughs> Eugene Levy was in a movie with the Olsen twins called New York Minute. <laughs> I think I've seen the box cover. Of this, it's yeah. kind of ring. Do they play well, like, twins I, I, or do they play the same character? I think uh, they're twins. Yeah, they're the twins. Movie, yeah. Um, yeah, Eugene Levy's always doing this sort of like weird like. In all of his movies, like I, I was looking yeah. at a lot of the thumbnails, in all of the movies, Eugene Levy's always in the background. Like cocked with his head to the left, yeah, with like a wild-eyed expression in his face, like he's like an afterthought. Like, yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. a guy just caught up in the storm. He's getting, or he's like. getting, he's getting the runaround somehow. But like, that's why he's cast. I kept thinking about the similarities in a dog show and Comic Con mm-hmm. while I was watching, and it's just like basically it comes back to my friend Jeff said this once. He said a nerd. Is just somebody who cares about something way more than you do, mm-hmm. and like, yeah, this movie essentially is about like nerds. Dog like, this nerds. is dog nerds, yeah. and we we all talked about our own nerdliness and all that. So I don't know. I thought that was relevant. I yes. like that. I yeah. like that. Wine nerds. It's just a modifier. Yeah. Not nerd. Yeah. Um, Basketball nerd. Wine nerd. Pottery nerd. Drama nerd. Drama nerd. Math nerds, the can nerds, Sports the candy, nerd. fashion nerd. What if you were a candy nerd? You wouldn't know if you meant that person the loves person candy or, or the actual nerd, the candy. candy. Yeah, that's tricky. I uh, I have a game I want to play with you right now. Okay, it is we're gonna have a fantasy draft. We each get to pick two characters, but I don't know who gets to go first. Maybe Oof. we let Brian go first. Okay, we have to draft, and essentially what I'm trying to get at is who's like the the best career wise like we want to oh, career we wanna, oh, well character. i mean it's tough it's tough it's great it like tough. which we can answer that question like, like who's had the best career the i just want to if you're gonna you're gonna start I don't, a company a production company or what are we doing i don't know i'd like you to draft your two like the best like all stars yeah from this movie like, yeah not from these characters or just, just like yeah, the actors, actors, actors in, in this movie, movie. we get to okay, draft so here's what it is yeah so you're making a mockumentary you're casting it who is who do you want to yeah. cast in it? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like who's your star? Yeah. Who are your two stars? Um, do I, I have think... to make both of my picks now, or Cause, no? You should I mean... do one, and then Alex will do one. Then I'll do two. Okay. Then Alex will do one. Then you'll okay. do one. So snake draft. Uh huh. 
Um, well, if I have to pick first, I got to go with Jane Lynch. Like, she's fucking great in everything. And, like, she's never distracting in any movies. It's never like, oh, she's just playing Jane Lynch. Like, she can do, she can right. wear several different hats. She steals scenes. Yeah, she's great. Mm-hmm. And that's a good thing. Yeah. All right. All right, good first overall pick. I, Alex, where are you going? It's tough. It's between Chris Guest and, uh, and, and Levy. Um, I think, oh, fuck. This is hard. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to regret this because Maddie's going to take whoever I don't take. I'm going to take Guest. Strong. Guest. That's the right Strong. pick. Yeah. Because of behind, yeah. in front, he's, he's in front the, and behind. He's the creator. You know? yeah. yeah. He's the guy he, that brings it together. Yeah. Levy's a little too one-dimensional. I didn't think that Guest was going to fall to third. So <laughs> <laughs> I was prepared. I had some alternates. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm going to take Parker Posey third. Good call. And Fred Willard fourth. Yeah. And I think the two of them would just give me everything I needed comedically. Mm. Um, I'm going to go with... I forget, Guest. All right. I'm going to just keep the spinal tap. I'm going to go with McKean. Okay. McKean. Leaving Levy on the board. Yeah. Mm. I mean, the obvious choice would be Levy, but... Um, or Levy. <laughs> I'm not sure. I yeah. think it's Levy. Yeah. Um, Levi. But uh, his Levi. Uh, Michael McKean's partner in the movie. I oh thought my he God. was fucking awesome. He was like, like I don't know what else he's been in, but he's, he's in like, Arrested Development, he's in Arrested and Development. he's so good in that. And I don't really know him from anything else. No, and I don't do even I. know his name. We gotta. We should look it up because like, he he was kind of the surprise to me. He was yeah. the one person that I didn't remember was in this. Yeah, his name is John Michael Higgins. Okay, I think he was fantastic. Well, so we left. So on the board, we left Eugene Levy, Levy, Catherine O'Hara, Jennifer Coolidge. Those are the big ones. What's funny too is um, Ed Bagley Jr. Yeah, yeah. Eugene Levy and um, and Catherine O'Hara are in a show now called like Shit's Creek. Oh yeah, S C H. So that pairing itself is still still out there. Somebody they got drafted by somebody real. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. Uh, All right. So Netflix does star ratings one, two, three, four, or five. You want to go first, or you're raising your hand five. Five. Alex is going five. Five. You're going five. I'm going five. I don't see what more you would want in a yeah. comedy. Um, I probably would for a Netflix. I'd give it a five. Um, you want more movies like this movie? Yeah, yeah. For what is trying like if it you give, gives you everything you need. Like, yeah, what you're and expecting. Netflix will now recommend every other Christopher Guest movie, yeah. and they'll all be great. Yeah. No, it was good. Like I, I was. I can't say I was surprised how funny it was because it came in with a lot of hype and stuff, yep. but. Um, it definitely works. Like there wasn't like okay, this is kind of like let's just yeah. get on with this. But it it it's funny. It's a genuinely funny movie. Really, no fat either. It's yeah. ninety minutes. Ni- yeah, ninety minutes. Dude, this is know. the Detroit Pistons. the The two thousand four Detroit Pistons this is one last basketball <laughs> thing. It was just the sum of the cast is greater mm. than any individual. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It, there, it's a true ensemble effort. Rumble like, at the Palace. Malice at the Palace. <laughs> That's better. Yes. Okay. All right, Bergen. I've got good news. You're one step closer to clearing the queue. That was clearing the queue. If you have heard anything you like or know that we were just dead wrong about, you can email us at uh, clearingthequeue at gmail.com. Q is spelled Q-U-E-U-E. That's a tough one. And if your thoughts are funny, we'll read it on air. Follow us on Twitter at CTQ Podcast, Instagram at clearingthequeue, facebook.com slash clearingthequeue, Subscribe on iTunes? Yeah, subscribe on iTunes. <laughs> I don't know how you do that. <laughs>